The difference is when you actually follow your intuition, it's like taking an elevator up and getting to what your next level is, right? Kind of faster than imagine going on like a zigzag escalator. You're still gonna go there. This is a zigzag path. And through the zigzag path, you learn. There are, again, there's both have benefits. So one's faster and one you learn. You learn on the way. There are gifts that come through. You learn the lessons and all the things, right? It's just, this is the quickest path and that's it. Welcome to the Life is a Healing Journey podcast by yours truly, Anushka, with a C. This podcast explores how you can create a true healthy lifestyle and live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance by healing and balancing your mind, body, spirit. If you are someone that's been dealing with disharmony in any area of your life and you are committed to seeking harmony, this podcast is for you. Let's start healing. Today's podcast is focused on the spirit piece of mind, body, spirit. Have you noticed we all have some kind of inner guidance when we are connected to our higher self? That inner wisdom, your intuition is the strongest and the clearest. With animals, it's more like an instinct. And you could say that we have instinct as well. However, as you develop and master your intuition, you may receive that inner guidance in several ways. Much like the five physical senses that we have, like seeing, hearing, touching, tasting, and smelling, we each have the ability to experience or develop eight clear senses, which are also known as spiritual psychic senses, five of which are primary ways of receiving, and then there are three secondary ways to intuitively receive information as well. The five primary clairsenses, or these spiritual senses, are clairvoyance, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairempathy, and clairsentience. And then the three secondary are clairtangency, clairsalience, and clairgustance. Lots of clairs here. It can be confusing. Totally get it. And I will explain each so you have more of an understanding of what each represents. To develop your intuition, it also may be helpful to know that most individuals begin by having a dominant one, that they really notice that's their way of receiving this intuitive information. Now, as you practice your skills more consistently, other intuitive senses may also begin to grow and expand as well. Following your intuition, knowing it's always in your highest good, solves any indecisiveness that you may experience too. So if you're someone that is constantly indecisive and cannot make a decision, consider really beginning to master your intuition. So that way, decisions are this quick. It's as soon as you receive it and that's it and you follow that intuition. Now, of course, the key is, you're in, well, the key is listening and trusting your intuition because your intuition will guide you to the best path that's for you, that's in your highest good. When you use your body's intelligence and intuition on everything, 
it truly does allow you to live life with ease. Again, because those decisions become much quicker. Of course, there are some that want to process through things and feel like they have to use their logical sense. And again, if you actually were to follow your intuition, you'll come full circle and realize, oh, had I followed my intuition, it would have been a lot quicker without having to go through all the logical ways and analyzing and whatnot. The first five primary clearance senses, the first one of them is clairvoyance. Now, could be first, it's not, there's no reason for the order, just so you know, there's not one that's better than the other. So this is just the order I'm sharing it with. A clairvoyant, someone that's clear seeing, right, clairvoyant, receives extrasensory impressions and symbols in the form of mental images through their mind's eye, that third eye. So they actually will see these images as if maybe you, for those that have clair, clair, or clairvoyance or have the clairvoyance, you may experience these vivid dreams, have visions, mental images, and might even feel like you're having this mini movies that are flashing into your awareness. You may be able to see the colors of the energy fields and auras around people, around plants and animals, which is so cool. I definitely, it's one that I definitely want to actually experience myself, have not yet, maybe once here and there, like a couple times, but not regularly. And there are those that really just see, they just see the energy around all the living things. Uh, perhaps there are those that, are clairvoyant and are able to see angels and ghosts and other beings. And then you may notice also that those that have clairvoyance that have this natural tendency to just be a visual person. They can easily visualize solutions to problems. It actually comes in as a vision. I'm I'm a clairvoyant, which which it's easy for me to actually talk to this because I, a lot of these I experience, uh, except not this one. They have a great sense of direction. For some reason, I have blockage around that, and I'm, I'm sure it's because of a belief. Um, or they are very good with visual spatial problems. For instance, rearranging furniture, they can visualize it and see how things go and where they go. I know I've done that several times with multiple scenarios and with Ashkan, which is interesting enough, um, where he, he, this is not his dominant one. And there have been times where I would look at a couch and I'm like, this couch will fit perfectly or this will fit perfectly. And he'll think it's either too large or too small or whatnot. And then once we get it, it's like the perfect, and it's exactly how I envisioned it, right? So you can actually see it in your mind of how things will move around. Uh, for instance, like you'll know exactly, like my mom, she's definitely got this, where she'll see like some food in a pot and she'll know exactly what Tupperware to grab to make sure it fits. And literally she knows to the point where it like goes up to the, the lid and it'll fit perfectly, right? That one, I'm not as strong with. I've gotten better. And the other one, of course, is arranging the dishes in the dishwasher. It's like knowing like where, like it's like almost like Tetris and knowing how to arrange it. And if you're anything like me, you may even rearrange the dishes in the dishwasher that someone else has loaded and laugh at yourself. I laugh at myself. Like literally as I'm doing it, I'm like, why am I doing this? It's a waste of time. But for me, it's like, 
Let's get more dishes in. Efficiency, because that's a big thing for me. Efficiency. A clairvoyant may have the ability to see the future as well. It's like precognition, premonitions. They could also have the ability to clarify and illuminate the present, which is the most common. Just really getting that clarification in the present moment. And some are able to see the past, like postcognition, which can also be past lives, like visions from past lives. I've definitely had several occasions of these visions for my clients of their past lives. And it's every time it just blows my mind. Some of them, it's the current, like their current life, but in the past, I'll have like a vision. And uh, for me, again, because this is now my dominant one, I also, for the most part, I see words more than anything. I see visions, but the most, the most prominent is I see words as if there's a computer screen in my mind and someone is typing in capital letters, typically, and like an aerial font or something. Very, very, like, I don't know, aerial, calibri, like one of those. Um, and it's like, I see it all the time. I, I see the words that come. They're just I just see like as if, like I said, a computer screen. And of course, I see those visions at times too, which was a lot stronger when I was much younger and a child. So I'm still unblocking whatever fear that was created in me um, when I would have these future, like the premonitions that had me shut it off, which again, I'm definitely developing it more. Hey, life is a healing journey, right? It's never over. I also have dreams that I have many dreams that have come to reality too, as like a premonition where I just see future visions, um, many of which have been friends that were pregnant, a couple of which didn't even know they were pregnant, but somehow in my dream they were pregnant. And it just ha so happened that I had this dream and then I had the feeling that this was it. I asked them and and either they get tested or they know and they've never told anyone. They're like, who told you? Like, how did you find out, right? So these things have happened to me as well. Now, this is the dominant one, as I said now, and this was not the case when I first started practicing and mastering my intuition and trusting it, of course, because again, trust is key. I actually feel like I always was like seeing words. I just ignored it. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't realize, I didn't connect the dots that this is actually the way I receive intuition. And I would ignore even the visions for the longest time. I would just think, oh, that's just some like thought that I'm having, not realizing that this is actually the inner guidance that was coming through, whether it's something I was channeling with spiritual guides or whatever that may have been, I was just ignoring it. And then, and so, and then, Eventually, once I started practicing more and more and realizing, oh, this is what clairvoyance is, then I started trusting that more. The initial one that I started out with was with, you know, the gut feeling. It's actually like, yeah, it's a thing, right? People don't just say, I have this gut feeling or it's my gut that had me move forward or I just had this feeling, right? And I'm sure you've heard that saying. And when you actually send, you have this feeling and a sensation in your gut. It could be other part, body parts as well. Some of my clients have experienced this sensation of um, the contraction when something is like no, where it feels heavy and something just feels off versus an expansion and something just feels light. And when something is a yes and it feels right. 
Uh, so some have experienced it in their chest. I've had clients that have experienced it in their throat, in their head, just different areas of the body where there is just this sensation of either contraction and heaviness where something is, I mean, I literally, when something is a no, my entire body now contracts. I feel it mostly in my gut because I can literally feel it tightening it up. Um, and then if something is a yes, it just, it just feels so open and expansive. And then of course, with that, I see like, I see yes, or I'll see no. So then I can do a confirmation and receive it those ways. This is clear sensions. Clear sens a clear sensation, which is clear physical feeling, obtains this intuitive insight by a way of physical experience in the body, as I have explained. You have this gut feeling, or like I said, something doesn't feel right, and you experience it viscerally, as if it's like a physical sensation in the body, somewhere in the body. Most people, it's typically the gut. Right? And that is a bit different, by the way, because there are some that will think it's uh, it's like anxiety. And again, each person is different and unique. For me, for instance, when I experience anxiety, it's definitely further up. It's not in my gut, which is like just, just a couple probably fingers above my belly button. The anxiety that I experience is actually right below my uh, rib cage. We're almost where the solar plexus is. So that's usually, and it's a different sensation. Like if I ever feel stressed or anxious about something, which thankfully is minimally, sometimes I do still feel it though. And so it'll be there, which is completely different. So that's actually another part of practicing and mastering to be able to distinguish the two if you're like me and being able to see the difference. So that's clear. So it's clear sensations. They feel not just sense, they feel the experience. And they could possibly feel the experience of other people's emotions, ailments, injuries, if someone's injured, right? Uh, they might feel that too. They can also feel the physical and emotional pain of a land or a place. If they go somewhere that there's been a tragic event of some kind, um, it could even be, it could even be things like fear, um, insecurity, jealousy, hatred, pain, all of it. They feel it within their body. And I know that I've definitely had this experience where even around certain people, well, I'll go around them and I just feel like actually this happened just last weekend. I could feel this sense of it, it, it was very interesting because I kept it's been a long time since I've had this sensation of like a jealousy or someone like being kind of like a hatred towards me, that evil, you know, they say that whole evil eye, like I felt like an evil eye on me. And it had been a long time, but I could literally feel it like as if some, this person was like piercing and piercing me. I kept putting like protective energy out and outside of me just because I didn't want any of that energy coming to me. Um, and I could feel it and I would see the word. Right. So, and then that was the confirmation. It was like, um, I kept seeing like jealousy or competition, hit, like hater, like all these words kept like flying by like a typewriter. And so I just stayed away from that person. <laughs> I just figured it's I just that's she seemed very toxic. So and that was just the way that you want to do like use your intuition to guide you. Right. And that's one of my biggest things. Having gone through everything, I'm very clear Like I do not go around drama and toxic people. Like 
No, there's too many amazing people to surround yourself with. And that's who I want to be around. Um, another example of this might be a gifted psychic medium. So a lot of the, the uh, people that have this are a psychic medium. They may get these uh, upset stomachs when negative entities are nearby or they're pestering one of the parent, uh, their parents or clients. There's, there's someone in their lives. And so they'll actually get this nausea. nausea. Um, I've had that experience a couple of times. I, I tend to, again, stay away from some of that because it's just not my niche in a sense. There's others that want to do all that and that's great. Um, I'm very clear that that is not something that I am going to be doing, working with in at this time in my life. So I've definitely put that energy out there. Uh, and then of course, all the protection, right? You got to always clear and protect yourself energetically, especially if you have clairsentience or clair empathy. Now, the difference between clair empathy and clairsentience is that empaths sense the emotion, whereas sentience experience the emotion. So empaths sense the emotion, sentience experience the emotion. Empaths sense the energy, whereas again, sentience fuel the energy. There's a sensation versus an actual experience of it. And you feel it within your own body as a as a clear sentient. And then there's claircognizance. You experience claircognizance when you just suddenly know something to be true, even though you didn't see it or hear or feel it. You just know. You don't have any sensation in the body. It's just stroke of instant insight or a download of information that's no need there's no need of processing or any type of interpretation of it. It's just a knowing. Claircognizance can be even experienced as this nagging idea or un, like unrelenting thought that just won't go away and it just is like very persistent and it's constantly in your awareness. Um, it could be you're very aware that someone is lying to you and it's just like you're getting this knowing that I know this, this is a lie. I know this is a lie, right? Yet there's no physical evidence, nor is it logical. A lot of times it's just, you just know. There's no explanation to it. Ashkan is, this is how he dominantly uses information. Many times, and he's gotten so great about actually saying, oh yeah, here and there, right? He's so skeptic here as well. Let's, let's just put that out there. And he actually will say, I just, I just knew, or my, it was my intuition, right? So it's, I love it. I love it when he actually says that. Uh, but for him, he just knows. There's just things where he's just like, and I say, well, wait, where did you get that information? How do you know? He's like, I just know. I was like, I don't know. I just know. And he's like, I just know, just trust me. I just know. And so that's what I do because I'm like, well, it's, it's his intuition, he's following his intuition. So that's, um, yeah, trusting, right? It's all about that awareness and trusting. Many individuals confuse clear cognizance, this clear knowing with clear empathy, which is the clear emotion or clear sentience, clear physical feeling, because they are their knowing is quickly followed by either a personal, emotional, or physical reaction to this insight. Now, I've also met those that have none of that. They are straight claircognizant. And I mean, I've had two mentors, two actually psyche instructors that 
have mentioned that they they've never had an actual feeling or sensation in their body. They just have this knowing. And so initially when they would go through a lot of the psyche uh, balances and whatnot, it took it took a bit for them to finally trust that, oh, sometimes there is sometimes just no feeling. Some people don't have that feeling, don't have that like sensation in the body, in the physical body. They just know. It's like all right here in the mind. Again, there are those that have multiples. So they also have other ones. It might just not be an actual physical experience or reaction. And over time, paying attention to how the insight comes into your awareness will really help you distinguish the difference between each and have you see what, what's more of dominant one, what is the one that is like your area of improvement, right? So for me, I also have the claircognizance. There's sometimes I just know. And then there's all the other ones. But the knowing, I just, yeah, there's times where I just, I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm like, yes, I see it. I have the gut feeling. And it's just, I can't explain it. I'm like, I just know that this is what needs to be done. And there are those that are like, oh, you know, you've had, you know that you're a claircognizant when you've had the experience of like, oh, I knew I should have done that. Or, oh, I, I knew it. I know I need to do this. Right. So whenever you have that experience, then that is your actual clue that you're claircognizant. Just see the word, the words that you use. Like when I, a lot of times speak about things, I'm like, I had a feeling, right? I had a fleet feeling, or I saw this, I saw that. So when you say that, then that's how you can tell which one it is. Right. A lot of times those are claircognizant. I, I know that this, I know that. So it's in the words and, or I hear, right? So this is my area of improvement. This is definitely one that is very minimal for me, which is clear audience. And if you are a clear audience, which is clear hearing, you are able to perceive sounds, words, or noise from the spiritual realm. Someone is clear audience if they mainly receive their information, that intuitive information with their inner or outer hearing. Yes, we are talking about hearing voices here, either outside of yourself or in your head. That doesn't mean you're crazy or anything. This is just your way of receiving information. And all those that don't have clear audience or have our clear audience may look at that as that, that sounds crazy. And it's a thing. A lot of those, and I can tell when someone's clear audience when they say, I, I hear or I heard, I, I heard this or I hear that. So it's automatic. I'm like, oh, you must, this person must be a clear audience as like they're dominant. So again, listening to words, you can tell the way people receive that intuitive information. An example of this is, for instance, if you've ever experienced this, you're driving and you're going to work and then suddenly you hear some voice, whether it's yours or outside of you, take this next exit. There is no one in the vehicle with you. It's just you. However, the message is very clear and it seemed to actually come from outside of yourself. Let's just say you take that next exit instead of driving that usual route that you normally would. And then when you finally get to work, you realize that there was this that you just avoided a like a like a major car accident, which would have totally had you miss a very important meeting. And you might lean towards 
this clear audience of you are naturally attuned to sounds, tones, rhythms, and music. If you sing, play music, have an easy time remembering voices, or can easily hear in someone's voice when they are lying to you, that right there tells you you are clear audience. You may even receive messages through songs. So if you're someone that is very tuned into music, and sounds like again this is something this is an area of improvement like i have to have subtitles on when i watch movies for me visually i, I gotta see the visual audibles don't work very well for me right I, i've done lots of psyche around this and i get it it's again mastering it practicing it because you can expand in all these different clear senses absolutely you can and this is one that i've noticed is just the lowest one, right? The area of improvement for me. Whereas I I see others, like for instance, like Ashgon, he'll hear like the first like few seconds of a song and he immediately knows what song it is. I have to like listen to it for a while or he'll remember words of the, like and lyrics. He's able to like just learn a guitar. He, I believe, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he learned his, his, uh, to play the guitar just based off sounds. That tells you that, that there's that clear audience, right? I know many that are that way. They just listen to music and then they're able to tune in their instrument and play the song just without notes. That, that tells you that you have the clear audience that you can develop into receiving intuitive information that way. And then as I mentioned, the clear empathy, that clear emotion. If you sense other people's emotions, and this is sense, right? Not feel but sense other people's emotions thoughts and symptoms it is this is what it, it's clear empathy it is the awareness or perception of emotional energy and there are those that are empaths out there where they have this awareness and really can sense when someone is hurt or upset or happy whatever that may be you don't necessarily experience the feeling in your body like a clairsentience would but you are aware of the feeling you sense other people's emotions and with this you really can work on yourself to also protect yourself to not take on their emotions and energy right now again because you don't experience it the way a clairsentience does you won't actually for instance like if i'm around someone that's really sad and they're crying i start to cry if someone is really happy especially when i'm connected energetically to them and, and they're it's like tears of joy next thing i know i'm crying right so all of this just it, it shows it's i sense it and because i definitely have clear empathy I definitely, I didn't know I had it and now I do. So I'm very aware when I go into different settings, especially around those that I'm not aware of or who's going to be there. For instance, like I said, that situation that happened with the toxic, that energy, the evil, the evil piercing eye energy, it was a, like, it was a party that we went to that I didn't really know anyone. And then that happened. Right. And so I, I am very clear when that happens to make sure I create protective energy because it's necessary not to take on such energy from others and then allow that to really impact you. For instance, if you ever also have walked into a room after a couple was arguing or some people there were arguing and and then you sensed anger or hurt in the room, then you're clear empathic, em empathic, 
Claire empathic. <laughs> Empaths need, like I said, self-care and psychic protection techniques. As do Claire Ascensions, because you take them on, right? You take this on. To really successfully manage their empathic nature, because being an empath can be a curse, which it used to be for me, or it can be a gift, right? So when you actually are able to successfully manage your empathic nature and shield yourself from this energetic overload, then it can be a gift. And it's been an amazing gift for me to be able to actually connect with my clients on a whole another level, on a much deeper level, to really be able to sense, for instance, like I have several clients that it's really tough for them to be vulnerable and feel their feelings. And so when I'm in session, I can feel their tear. Like I have tears building up behind my eyes that I can tell that they are holding back tears. And so immediately I'll let, I'll say, don't hold back the tears, like let it out. And within seconds, most times it just comes flying out. It's like rolling down because they've been resisting. They've been holding it in. And that's become a gift for me to actually hold the safe, a safe space for the healing to happen. It's so important to release those emotions and not hold it in. Also, the, um, it, when you become a skilled empath, you know how to maintain the spiritual boundaries. And that's what I was referring to, creating that spiritual boundary, right? And replenish your energy and clear unwanted negative energy from your auric field. Again, all of this is what I had to take on just several days ago at this party, even to the point where Ajahn was like, what is going on with this person? It was, it was pretty intense. It'd been a long time. I'm so grateful. I don't have that experience often anymore. The difference between, again, clear empathy and clear ascensions is that empaths sense the emotion. And I say this multiple times because there is a separation here. Uh, empaths sense the emotion where ascensions experience the emotion. I've had conversations with friends that have actually been curious about the difference of the two. Um, and, and I can totally tell when someone's an empath. And so for them, they're like, but I don't actually feel the emotion. I'm, and I, and I'm like, that's totally, that's fine. That doesn't necessarily mean you're not an empath. You as an empath, you sense it. You can really sense when someone else is emotionally dealing with things and so a lot of times friends will say well everyone can i'm like no that's definitely not the case there are a lot of empaths out there yes some a lot of times are not aware and then there are those that really don't like they can tell someone else maybe is upset because they're crying and it's not an it has to be very visible for them to actually notice it maybe they have a knowing that could be it too and this is different because it could be someone that's just sitting there and perfectly with a smile on, yet you sense there's something underneath that smile. That's what it is. Like you just sense it. And so really looking at it that way, then you notice like, okay, then that is, I am an empath, clear empathy. So uh, empaths sense their, sense the energy, but stations feel the energy, uh, sense the energy versus feel the energy. Um, and, and so that's really the difference between the two. Uh, so then there's the three, the three secondary clarison. So these, they are actually considered secondary because the insight comes through from one of the other primary senses. So it might come through, for instance, as a men like mental images, like clairvoyance, 
um, through sound, clear audience, uh, emotion, clear empathy, physical sensation, clear senses, or the knowing, clear cognizance. So it comes through one of the other ones. For instance, we have clear tangency, which is clear touching. So if you have clear tangency, you have the ability to perceive facts about an event or person by actual contact with or being in close proximity to a person or an object. You may be clear tangent if you quickly get some kind of unknown insight when you hold, let's say, someone's watch or touch someone's hand. And when you or you know when you pick up like an old antique at a flea market, for instance, or you go into like go in an area and touch an old building, like a historic building. And then this comes through, and this is why it's secondary. So you get that sensation or whatever, maybe it's a knowing, like I say sensation because I get clear sentience, right? Um, it might you you get that insight through some either like you get a download and you just get a knowing about it or you see a mental image like it's like a post cognition of the past or maybe even future right um or like you get a sen you get a sensation or you get a feeling about it and like maybe if if there was like a building that was for instance burnt down right and you are you have clear tangency and you touch it you might all of a sudden like see there was like a building on fire or you may get the feeling of what the people there you might actually experience the feeling of what the people there experience which uh i would just not want to be around that because <laughs> that in itself that's obviously then you're feeling others pain right so it makes it very tough again spiritual boundaries um so that's the touching. You might have even seen it in some like movies, like detective shows where they bring in like some psychic, like a psychic person to touch things, right? Or smell, like that's another one, the clear salience, clear smelling. Uh, this is receiving insight through the perception of smell, such as for instance, you smell the fragrance or some, uh, the fragrance of a substance person or place or animal that might not even be in your surroundings. And so these odors are perceived without the use of the physical nose sometimes even. Other uh, names for this are clairsent or clairsentency is like scent, right? An example of this ability is you are, like, for instance, cleaning the house when all of a sudden you get a strong smell of perfume of your deceased grandmother that you went, the, a perfume that only she used to wear, no one else. And this fragrance isn't anywhere in your home. so. This right here will tell you that your grandmother is reaching out to you from the spirit world to communicate with you. Or maybe you're going, lately you're going places and you're smelling lilies and lilacs everywhere. And this was your mom's favorite flower. This is your mom's favorite flower. And so it's like almost like signs telling you. And you, again, might see your mom's face. You might just get a knowing hear it whatever the way that it comes through it just is like a nudge that call your mom she might need something uh so experiencing these different sense for instance like i said you'll get the communication of it through see hear or feel what either a spirit is trying to connect with you whether in the physical world 3d world or the spirit realm 
another one that I've seen people that have the Claire, uh, Claire's it, they actually will be able to stay, they actually are able to, um, uh, smell like if someone has cancer, for instance, um, they are able to actually see, um, like, like there's dogs, there's dogs that have it too, by the way, um, where they have like this sense of smell. Um, some will smell cigarettes, even when the cigarette is not around. Um, and that a lot of times they say, when you have that sense of smell of some kind, then there are entities around, for instance, right? So there might be some dense ent entities around. Uh, so these are just some of the ways in terms of the Claire, um, Claire, uh, salience. And lastly, we have Claire Augustine's. An individual with Claire Augustine's, which is clear tasting, receives psychic information through their sense of taste without having any physical source of that taste in their mouth. So it's not like they're eating something, right? Could be, could be. People sometimes report tasting a favorite food or a drink from a loved one who has, for instance, passed away. Um, others report that when they are problem solving, they receive helpful information through this, through a taste, through this extrasensory taste in their mouths. And through the other clear senses, the primary ones, they'll receive like a mental image, a knowing, sensation, feeling, all of that, hearing, right? Um, for instance, police detectives investigating crime sometimes get an unexplained taste in their mouths, such as blood, or a certain chemical that relates to a specific type of drug, which then gives them guidance that they need to find out what really happened and might even have a more insight, like I said, through the other senses. So these types of clear sense, these, the secondary clear senses are ones that I, can be developed as well if it's something that you experience. I sometimes notice I have a bit of the uh, the the smell one, the clear the um the clear scent. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> so many clear see I even forget the uh, clear salience. Uh, and I've actually noticed I'll smell I'll smell cigarettes even though no one else smells the cigarettes. Although I also hate cigarettes, <laughs> so uh, so maybe I just smell it from a distance, or it's just that literally I just smell cigarettes and there might be some entity around and immediately spiritual boundaries right so really take a look and see which which way what you feel like is yours uh because again everyone's is very different and you can have all of them the key is trusting as i've mentioned it's really looking at it as like what is the first thing that comes to you and then trusting it because as soon as you don't trust it, then logic takes over, ego takes over, all the analyzing and indecisiveness, all of a sudden, that's it. You're gone. Like the intuition is gone. And then second guessing happens. And, and then it's like, what do I do? So really looking at what's that very first thing that comes to you and how are you receiving it? That's, that's the key. Right. This is something that I work with clients on to determine what their primary is. Um, it's just something that I actually do off, off like on a session. It's not something that I would be able to do here. Um, and there's other ways of just determining it for yourself. So if you are interested in learning more about this, definitely, as always, you can reach out to me. Just know that no matter what, 
we're always ascending and things are always happening no matter what for our highest good. Sometimes things happen where you're literally thinking like it happens to me just literally I think yesterday today yeah I something happened I'm like why why is this happening I don't understand because while you're in it you have no idea what what's the gift in this I don't know yet I haven't gotten to that point yet because I'm still in it right and then down the road you might look back and say oh okay this is why it had to happen this way so the thing is as long as you because we have free will that's the whole point of being human, right? We have free will, whether to follow our intuition and inner compass or not. It's to totally your choice. The difference is when you actually follow your intuition, it's like taking an elevator up and getting to what your next level is, right? Kind of faster than imagine going on like a zigzag escalator. You're still going to go there. This is a zigzag path. And through the zigzag path, you learn there are again there's both have benefits so one's faster and one you learn you learn on the way or gifts that come through you learn the lessons and all the things right it's just this is the quickest path and that's it and it's just great when you follow your intuition and something you notice like especially at the beginning you're like oh my gosh like i can't i can't believe that just happened because i followed my intuition it gives you that confirmation and then more confidence to master it more and follow your intuition more. And now for the practice here to integrate into your life, begin noticing how you receive your intuition. Start really, like I said, noticing the words you might use around like, do you say, oh, I had a feeling or I just knew it or I heard something. Like, really take a look. Notice if you sense people's emotions or feel them or both right? Really start noticing that. Sensing things in your gut, like that gut feeling, right? So it might be an actual sensation or it might be an actual feeling. It, it varies. Every person is different. There's not no two people. And of course, there's people that have very similar uh, intuit intuitive ways of receiving and you're a unique person. So just know that Begin noticing how you receive your intuition. You might actually need to start writing it down when you first start out and really write down the first thing that comes to your mind. Just write it down. And then, of course, trusting that. As uncomfortable as it may be for you, your ego, because that's really what it is. The ego may get really uncomfortable. For instance, if you're someone that always tends to say yes, it's very uncomfortable for you to say no to people. That used to be me. And you do things a lot of times out of obligation. And then with that, you have resentment and frustration that you did something out of obligation. So and then this vicious cycle continues. Or maybe you don't want to hurt others, right? And then that in itself causes you to get hurt. So really start allowing yourself to get uncomfortable. And maybe you begin by saying, I would love to. And my intuition is enough. And that in itself might be uncomfortable. That's what I say. I, for me, I just say, oh my gosh, like so many things that I know, like a huge, the ego part of me really wants to do, right? And then I know, no, see? And then I just know it's not in my highest good. I get, and then I see the words, no, and my body contracts. And so, a lot of times I'll just say, my intuition is a no. 
because most people in my life know I go based on my intuition. Some might look at me all funny. So what? We all have intuition, right? I don't care anymore because for me, that's just my part of my communication, part of my language. And how amazing would it be if everyone followed their intuition? Subscribe to not miss next week's episode, who is going to be with a guest who's embraced life as a healing journey by balancing their mind, body, spirit. Thank you for listening to Life is a Healing Journey podcast. You are here to peel and heal one layer at a time, to live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance, while embracing a life filled with love, joy, and peace. If you are in disharmony in any area of your life and truly desire to be in harmony, and committed to elevating your health and well-being, I'm one click away. Find me at healingwithanushka.com. And remember, that's Anushka with a C. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones. Get your healing on. Until next time.